0: Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust?
1: If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple
0: Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash bustortrustpodcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com.
1: Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases?
0: Or are you a giant sea monster and you need to know what factor sunscreen to use when you jump out of the water to sink boats?
1: Sea monsters don't exist, Tiernan. Oh, don't they? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena.
0: Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we are, are the Busters or Trusters. Trust. We look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like, if Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where's the peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? One of the greatest
1: mysteries of our time. Will we ever know the truth about the whereabouts of those pickled peppers? We can only hope. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detectives. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case alien kids or just a bunch of fibs? Hmm. Are you a Mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me?
0: Because the important thing is to never stop questioning. Why? Uh, I I don't know.
1: But you just said we have to keep questioning. Well, ask someone else next time. We'll tell you
0: at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on our previous cases, so stay tuned.
1: But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case.
0: The case.
1: and Are you okay? You look a little green. Ah, thanks for your
0: concern, Athena, but I'm just getting ready for this week's episode about the green children of Woolpit, so
1: I thought I'd prepare for the occasion. Oh, I see. Well, that's a great idea wearing green makeup to make yourself look a bit like the strangely green children that supposedly appeared in a village in Suffolk in the 12th century. Wish I'd made an effort too. It's
0: not makeup, and you can definitely join in if you want. There's more than enough of that mouldy yoghurt at the back of the fridge. I started looking like this after just two spoonfuls. Oh, that is disgusting. Was that you? Um, I think so. Sometimes really committing to this show has its downsides. Oh, OK, I'm just popping out for a minute, so why don't you tell the
1: chief detective um, some facts about this week's case? Open a window, yeah? Anyway, where were we? Ah yes, The Green Children of Woolpit is a very strange tale that dates back to a time in the 1100s when England was in a very long civil war. That means a type of war where people within the same country fight against each other. The story goes that two children with a very strange green skin colour appeared in the village in Suffolk. Suffolk is known for being the most easterly part of England and for being the birthplace of the wizard character Harry Potter. The green children, who were a brother and sister, spoke in an unknown language that no one could understand and only ate broad beans. Eventually, it's said they learned to eat other food and their skin returned to a more normal tone. The boy became ill, but his sister learned English and told everyone they came from a land where the sun never shone. Some people say the children were fairies and some even say they were aliens. But to this day, no one is certain if this strange tale is something that actually happened or not. Tiernan. Tiernan, it's your bit now. Oh, sorry.
0: Uh, Until now, uh, we have got three pieces of evidence to help you chief detectives decide if the green children of Woolpit were real or it's all a made-up folk story.
1: Time for the evidence, please, Tiernan. Oh, if you're feeling up to it, that
0: is. Nothing would make me feel better, Athena. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 we're good. On to piece of evidence number one. First piece of evidence. The first piece of evidence is the two written accounts of the story by William of Newborough and Ralph of Coggeshall. William was a cannon, which doesn't mean he fired cannonballs, but it's a type of religious leadership position. He lived far away in Yorkshire in the north of England and wrote about the green children based on reports from trustworthy sources. According to his writings, the children were found by a pit near the village. Their skin was green, their language was unknown and their clothes were unfamiliar. The other writer, Ralph, was an abbot, which means he was the head of a group of religious monks. He lived very near to Woolpit. Ralph wrote about the children in his chronicles and said he based it on the reports of a man who supposedly let the children stay at his home. Both William and Ralph wrote how the children wouldn't eat any food except broad beans. They also mentioned that when they did eat normal food, the children lost their colour and became sick. Both writers also mentioned the girl learning English and commented that the children were from a very different place. Experts who've studied the texts say there's no way they could have seen each other's manuscripts before they wrote their own. So how could two accounts from two different people in different parts of the country both be about the same story unless something
1: really occurred? Just because two different people wrote accounts about the green children of Woolpit doesn't mean the story is true. For a start, it's possible they were told the tale from the same person, as William never stated who reported the story to him, just that it was a trustworthy source. So they could have easily heard the exact same rumours and then been very creative, making it up into a more interesting story for their own writings. Both versions also have very different details to each other. Some experts have suggested that William's report shows that he had doubts about what he wrote too, This story happened in the 1100s, and one of the big problems we have is that tales then were passed on through person-to-person storytelling. They weren't printed in books like they are today, and when they were written down, there was only one copy, so not everyone would be able to see it. This meant details might have changed along the way, so it's impossible to know the original version of the story. Some experts say the story about the green children could be a muddled-up version of a real story, but there are others who say it's really a tale about meeting people from foreign lands. At the time, that was happening a lot in Britain, with the Normans from France, the ancient Britons, the English and more all living in the same country. So a tale about two very different children, one who became part of the village and one who didn't, may have been a story to describe how people felt at the time. History is always interesting, Athena, but you might
0: have to update your list of people in Britain in the 12th century to include green people from an unknown land, once you hear piece of evidence number two. Second piece of evidence. Which is that some people can go green. I don't mean in an environmental way, though obviously you should. I mean really green, with green skin and everything. There is a condition called chlorosis. This is when the body doesn't have enough vitamin B6 or iron and it can make your skin go a bit green. It can be caused by not eating enough food. People call it malnourishment or by an infection. Chlorosis is even known as the green sickness, so there's a good chance these children might have had green skin. It could have really
1: surprised people to see anyone looking like that. That is true. And in fact, if it was chlorosis, That explains why their skin changed colour again when they started eating properly. A lot of people in those days got chlorosis, so their green skin may not have been that surprising to the villagers. Chlorosis was very common, and it was written about in a number of medical journals until the 20th century, when our understanding of diets meant people were less malnourished, so the condition disappeared. There are also other conditions that can make your skin go green too, including being poisoned, allergies to certain metals, and in my case, whenever I've been on a roller coaster. Loop the loop, no thanks. So that part could be true, but it doesn't explain where the children came from or the rest of the story. It could still be the case that the person who first created the story had seen someone with that condition and used that as the basis for the tale.
0: OK, but the third piece of evidence may help answer those last few questions you have. Third piece of evidence. The third piece of evidence is in William's writings. He said the girl, once she'd learned to speak English, said that they came from St Martin's Land, where everything was green. Some commentators believe St Martin's Land was a village not far from Woolpit called Fornham St Martin. A number of Dutch cloth workers had settled in the village. They were from the Netherlands and worked with textiles and fabrics. During the civil war that we mentioned earlier, the children might have fled the village, running away without any food. They would have been confused and probably only spoke Dutch. So that might have been the unknown language the villagers spoke about. That and the green skin would have made the children seem very strange to them.
1: It's a very interesting theory. But it's a theory, not evidence. And other experts say that the Dutch language would have been recognised by people there.
0: So it doesn't quite work. I just wish we knew more about the beans that made you turn
1: green. Yeah, I think they'd be really popular in today's world.
0: Do you think you should be more green? Well, have you heard about Dean's Green Bean Scene, where you can buy the finest green beans and make you green with a gleam? Tell them, Jean. Thanks, Dean. I will. I'm
1: Jean. And have you ever wanted to look really mean, or perhaps like a witch at Halloween, or maybe like a gone-off sardine? Then you need to come to Dean's Green Bean Scene to eat Dean's Green Beans to make your skin so green it's jeans. That's right. There ain't nothing like them. Grown in my
0: very own farm by my family for hundreds of years, these beans are not only tasty and nutritious and occasionally come with a free bug, but they turn your skin a real shade of green like nothing else.
1: And there's so many different shades. You want to look like a lime? We got lime beans. An olive, you betcha, spring greens, emerald, jade, green tea, you just see, turquoise? We
0: don't have turquoise as it's not green.
1: Not green? Boom!
0: Next time someone tells you you need to be greener or asks if you're good at gardening and have green fingers or if you can come to the fancy dress party as the little guy on the traffic lights, just eating my green beans for six months will do the trick. And make you look like you're really sick, here's what some of our customers say. Oh, I was just trying to eat
1: my five a day, but now I look green and it's horrible and cows keep trying to eat me. I've been eating Dean's green beans for years 15 and now I regularly lie down on my lawn and no one can see me. I've also made really good friends with a frog. Hi, Alistair. I am an alien and I was already green, but these beans are very tasty as a snack. Yum. That's right. We don't do aubergines. We don't sell windscreens or submarines.
0: But if you want to look green, then head to Dean's Green Beans scene to buy my green beans. You know you're keen.
1: Eating only Dean's green beans can make you feel unwell and they must be taken as part of a healthy, balanced diet. Gaining green skin contains side effects such as being chased by sheep, having people try to buy you in the vegetable section in the supermarket, or trying to put recycling on your head. Wow, I'm not
0: sure I want those at all.
1: No, that that was weird and very silly. You know who aren't silly though? Uh, Me? No, definitely not you. It's our chief detectives and now it's up to them to decide. Did the green children of Woolpit really exist or is it just a story?
0: Let's go over the evidence. Evidence Recap Piece of evidence number one is the first two written accounts about the green children of Woolpit. Both writers lived quite far from each other, so they couldn't have copied the story.
1: But they may have heard it from the same source, who we don't know for sure was telling a true story or something they'd made up. And the differences between the two pieces mean it's likely they also added some creative writing to it as well. The second piece
0: of evidence is that a condition called chlorosis can actually make your skin green, which may be what the children had.
1: But a number of people in those times would have likely had the condition. And so seeing people with green skin in that way would not have been a shock to them. Like the story says it was, and it doesn't explain where they came from. The final piece of evidence is part of William of
0: Newborough's account where the Green Girl says they were from St Martin's Land, which could have been a village called Fornham St Martin where Dutch cloth workers settled. Dutch may also have been the unknown language they spoke.
1: Except that some people in Woolpit would have recognised Dutch and that is just one theory amongst many, many others, none of which prove it actually happened. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Green Children of Woolpit Mythbuster? Or a Green Children of Woolpit Myth Truster?
0: We want to hear from you and most importantly, which side you're on. I know it's Team Truster though, and that'll make Athena green with envy.
1: Uh, The saying being green can also mean you don't know much yet. So, yes, Team Truster are green as this is an easy Team Buster win. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a Myth Truster or a Myth Buster when it comes to whether the green children of Woolpit were really real.
0: All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice
1: notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name. Age, what you think all the evidence means, and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. You can also send us a question on Spotify Q and A, but please get permission from your grown-ups and don't include any personal details so we can publish them safely. We won't always be able to use all of them. We've had some lovely reviews on Apple Podcasts from our chief
0: detectives. This one says, "Great stuff." I'm Jonah. I'm a mystery truster, but it's a very good podcast. I think that Tiernan, if that's how you spell it. Very close, Jonah. I'm very impressed. And Athena should switch sides sometimes. Bye. That's right, Jonah. I think that Athena should switch sides and join Team Truster. And I'll just, I'll stay where I am, actually. I'm all right here.
1: Well, I would switch sides if I could be presented with some decent evidence, Tiernan, Still waiting. (laughs) Thank you to all the chief Detectives. I love the way you use the evidence to make up your own minds. They are the best. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple
0: Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives to find Bust or Trust. We'll even read some of the reviews out on the show.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. Oh, I think I'm feeling a lot better now. You still look quite green to me. Really? Oh no, what am I going to do? I know. Stand in that. A plant pot? We keep saying some indoor plants would really brighten this place up. Athena? Shh, be a plant.